You are listening to episode 139 of the Confident Coaches Podcast, the one where you stop dragging your foot along and get both feet in. About to be inspired, my friends. Let's go. Welcome to the Confident Coaches Podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to do your best work as a life coach. If you want to bring more boldness, more resilience, and more joy to your work, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Amy Latta. Let's dive in. Oh, goodness. I hope you got a cup of coffee in a snuggly place and maybe even a box of tissues because this episode is going to knock some socks off. This is an interview with one of my mastermind students who is finishing up her second round of the mastermind with me, Amy English, came to me, came to Confident Coaches. She originally joined Confident Coaches. It's now Path to 100K. You know, just kind of treating her business a little bit like a hobby, really worried about what other people thought of her. We're going to talk all about her panel of coaches. We're going to talk all about her learning to embrace being a glitter sheep, talking about how fearful she was of other people's judgments, like how she was showing up in the world. And this is a masterclass in what it looks like to let go of the rules that other people have told you that you need to follow. There's going to be laughter. There's going to be tears. We're going to get all verklempt up in here. And it's just so good. You ready? Let's go. Okay. I am so excited today to have one of, let's be honest, my friends, you are about to meet one of my favorite humans. This is Amy English. She is in the middle of her second round of the mastermind. That means I've been working with her for almost a full year. And Amy is a coach, a food and body confidence coach with a specialty in emotional eating. And friends, you're about to hear somebody who's infectious, who's super fun, and who has a story that you need to hear. This is going to speak to so many of you. Amy, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Hello, I'm good. Thank you for having me. Are you already getting emotional? I am. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, guys, I just introduced her and she's already crying. (laughs) Crying is my superpower. Okay, so everybody, it's really important that you know that Amy is a laugher. She is a crier, and we all in the mastermind wait for her to just go, fuck, every single week. Yes. She holds every emotion is worn on her sleeve. You never have a doubt how she's doing. I literally looked up from the bio that I'm reading, and her face is red, and she's like, "Mm." (laughs) you are in for a treat. So, Amy, here we go. It's all good. It's all good. These are confident coaches and they already love you and it's so wonderful. (laughs) And here's the thing. So my friends, the reason I invited Amy on this round of interviews is because there is fast money growth. There is deep emotional growth. We can use the lack of each of those things to beat ourselves up. We can make the existence of both of those things mean We're doing great. We're not doing great. And I think Amy's story is really going to help you see that wherever you are right now is perfect. Mm. So Amy, let's start from the beginning. Mm. Not like when you were in the third grade, blah, blah, blah. But you first started with me in the July round of last year. Yeah. So July 2021, we are now having this interview in, you know, mid-June. It it really literally has been about Mm -hmm. a year. Where were you in your coaching business when (sighs) you were first applying for the mastermind? I can remember having a lot of doubt, a lot of uncertainty, 
flip-flopping between, oh, am I a food and body confidence coach or am I a weight loss coach? Do people even want food and body confidence? Like there was, like it was constant questions. It was, there was so much self-doubt and I know we're going to get into this, but I had this like panel, (laughs) my panel of coaches in my mind, her panel of coaches, guys. (laughs) always kind of critiquing, right? Like, no, that's wrong. No, you can't do that. No, you should do this. Oh, but what about that? And really just kind of living within this, like this constant, like good cop, bad cop kind of like mentality, if you will, if that makes any sense, just a lot of doubt, a lot of questioning myself and what I had to offer and not, not seeing the value. I think was the biggest thing. Like that's where I was. Not seeing the value of what? What I do, like what I offer, like what I what I actually help my clients with. You were already making money as a client. I was, yeah. Yeah, I had clients. I was making money, but I was just so indecisive. Okay. Overthinking. Okay. Over critiquing, if that's a thing. Let's talk more about this panel of coaches. Yeah. What did that mean to you, this panel of coaches? Because, I I mean, I've coached you on this for a good, and particularly since you went into a second round, I was able to coach you longer than just six months. But yeah, let's talk about that panel of coaches. What did they represent to you? How did that affect how you were showing up in your business? You know, it's, it's the people that you, you know, that you see on social media. It's the, you know, previous, you know, folks that I've, I've worked with and just the constant in my mind, like judge this post, a lot of judging, right. A lot of judging. Oh, how am I saying this? You know, do I sound like a hypocrite? Am I going to get this wrong? Just a lot of that. That was the self doubt. And that that's where I came up with this panel. I'm like, I've got like this panel in my brain of all these different, different coaches, different people judging the shit out of everything that I write, that I say that I do. Yeah. And why why? Where do you think that was coming from? Like, wow. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How long do you want this to be? <laughs> I'm going to keep it like content a little bit, but yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think back to even, you know, being in school and, and I won't get, you know, into too much detail here, but, you know, just, just, you know, you know, not being a good student, not, you know, getting the work done, not getting good grades, you know, the, like, I think it just like over the years, just not having really not having the confidence in myself, you know, I think back to one of my first jobs in the corporate world and I had a boss and every day she would come in and she would say, Amy, you look great and you're doing a great job today. And it, it became a joke after a while that she would always need to tell me this because I never felt confident in myself. And it didn't matter that she would tell me this every day. It didn't change my confidence because it doesn't come from outside of me, right? It has to come from inside of me. And I think that I just kind of operated in that mode for so many years, for so long of just relying on that external this is it. I relied on that external gratification. And I think that is kind of where that panel emerged from of needing that external validation as opposed to my own freaking validation. Right. Right. And I love that because you took something that I think a lot of coaches struggle with of like uh, looking outside of us for approval. But I love that yours was actually like you well, I still remember when you first described it as it's a panel of coaches. And I was like, tell me more. Are they all sitting at a table? You know, like, <laughs> are they, who's on this panel of coaches? But re- really helping you see that it was all in your head. So yeah. what do you remember? We coached on it for so long of like, what was the thread that started unraveling that? Because I don't coach you on your panel of coaches anymore. No, I think the panel blew up a couple months ago. <laughs> I don't know. I, there was there was a moment that it kind of hit me. Oh, you know when it was? It was when we were talking about fuck it. Ah. When we were talking about the fuck it mode, like what would be different if you were operating in fuck it? So this is pretty recent. This is, oh yeah, this is pretty recent where I was like, oh, fuck it, fuck it. And 
just realizing too that even my panel of coaches, which let's face it, the panel of coaches is just me, right? Yes. They're, they're, it's just me. <laughs> it's really not the other coaches. But recognizing those parts in me that were judging me. And when I kind of just started operating in, well, fuck it. Like, fuck it was really powerful for me. And just kind of operating in that mode, I was like, oh, maybe I do know what I'm talking about. Oh, maybe I do know what I'm saying. Oh, if I stay in my own lane, I know what I'm doing and what I'm saying and what I'm talking about. I know that what I offer brings value. And I really started listening to my clients because like, they're like, oh, you know, this is so helpful. And, and I, you know, I'm so glad I work with you. And it's almost like when the panel was there, I was still paying attention to that critique and not really listening to the actual feedback I was getting. Oh, I love this. So at the end of the day, you were turning to your panel of coaches. Yeah. The asshole that lived inside your own head. Yes. As opposed to the real life people who were telling you, like, in other words, you actually were getting external. Uh Uh-huh validation, the very uh-huh. thing that you kept telling yourself you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> had. Yeah. Isn't it like the most interesting loop-de-loop? Oh, God. <gasps> like, I think this is so important. <laughs> so many people listening to this right now are like, if only people would tell me I'm doing a good job, then I would believe I'm doing a good job. And like, hi. Yeah. People were telling you. Yeah. Like, they like working with me. That I like working with you. The things that you are doing help me. You are good at what you do. (laughs) Yes. And that was not enough. We always think we need that external validation. Yes. You had it. Yes. But it did not override the panel of coaches. It did not override the panel. Yes. Interesting, right? And so now, so I, I remember fuck it mode really helped kind of like break that up, break the panel up and just me doing continuous work on that, you know, the journaling, you know, doing the downloads and just really paying close attention to those thoughts. And, you know, I love asking myself the question, you know, like what else could be true? And the more I did that and really paid close attention to it, the more it starts, it's like once you had that one thread and just started pulling, like the whole thing just kind of unraveled. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Were you in my free training earlier today? Because I, no. I used a thread <gasps> analogy in like, that was the whole basis of my training today was we're going to find this thread. Look at, look at you. And- I know. <laughs> maybe I've said that a bunch of times and I don't realize I've said it or maybe you've said it. I love that. It's very serendipitous. I think it is really important. The fuck it concept is so simple, but it came after literally months of continuously coaching you through. Let's take a look at the panel of judges. Mm-hmm. Let's recognize that the panel of judges are not real. The mm-hmm. panel of judges are actually just you. Mm-hmm. It's actually just that cave woman part of your brain, the Helga part of your brain. Yeah. Do you want to believe it? Is that really true? How is it possible it's not true? Yep. Yeah. By the time fuck it came along, this is like, you use the thread analogy. We're like continuously pulling that thread. I also see this as every time, you know, we coached together on that, it was you just kind of like cracking a little bit of that glass cage. Yes. 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 That gave me goosebumps. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Every time we just kind of cracked that theory that there's a panel of coaches paying attention to you. Yes. In a way at it. Until. That one call a couple weeks ago, a month or so ago, where I was like, okay, here's this framework. Do what I say. Did This is exactly, we're going to do a challenge. Let's go make this money. Let's go do this. Yes. Over here, here's fuck it all. Fuck it all. It was, it was when, too, when we started talking more about the patriarchy and really kind of looking at the, the, the structures or the, the silos or, that we operate in and the rules and all that stuff. That's when that really just spoke to me. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, fuck it. And so now when I actually, not so much now, but when this was first happening, I would like write a post or write an email or whatever. And I would just be like, fuck it and hit send. And I was just like, yeah, fuck it. And it just. (laughs) It's going to be the name of this episode. Fuck it with Amy. Fuck it. (laughs) 
And it just feels so good. And so every once in a while now it'll, it'll, cause you know, we're human. Right. And so it, yeah. it still kind of creeps in, but I'll just like, now it's just like a gentle, like, Oh, fuck it. And I just, I'm like, Oh yeah, I got this. Keep going. You're good. Yeah. It's almost for me, it's been an entryway to Gigi. It's when I say fuck it, that is like my Gigi is like, yeah, yeah. Let, we got this. Like, you're good. You're good. You know what you're doing. Cut the shit. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes the coaching is very loving forever yourself. And sometimes it's like, listen, get over your own bullshit. So for those of you who maybe this is your very first episode, you don't have any idea what Amy is talking about. (laughs) That Amy, not the same, because we're both Amy's. I call Helga your cave woman brain. That's your primitive brain. That's the panel of judge or that's the panel of coaches. Notice I keep saying panel of judges. Same thing. It's the same thing. They're judging you. That's the voice inside your head that's just a real butthead to you all of the time. But of course, it's trying to keep you safe. Like it's hoping that if you stay small and you don't say the thing, then we're we're not in danger. Whereas Gigi is your front part of your brain. That's the part of your brain that that's connected to your inner knowing and that knows what you are capable of, that knows why you are here, who knows the gifts that you were given, who knows what you are capable of, who dreams big, thinks big. And so I love this idea that as soon as, and this is really the work that we're doing in the mastermind is like learning to like, all right, I see you. I hear you. Panel of coaches. (laughs) I'm going to listen to Gigi instead. So what has happened since then? What do you see has changed? Oh, so much. So I I was thinking this is, this was my I, I posted this in our group yesterday, right? Like I started an ongoing email to myself with my weekly actions and like really paying attention to everything I am doing. And yesterday I was like, holy shit, I'm doing a lot. Like this is the second podcast interview I have for this week. I created the course, which is going to be ready at the end of this month. Yes, the Fat to Fears course. So that that has been super powerful too, creating this course that I'm going to be offering. And more consults. I have had more consults. I am posting more. I had that, oh my gosh, the one post with the Sports Illustrated. You know, you know the one I'm talking about. The one that you're talking about. Yeah. Like that was a big deal. I'm just, I'm sharing so much more. Before I started the mastermind, I was not sending emails anymore. I was barely posting on social media because I was really in this kind of like, you know, mentality. And now I'm like, oh no, I post every day. I've been sending emails out weekly again, creating the course, doing podcasts. Oh, I'm signing up for a summit that's happening in October. And this is what I said in the post yesterday. This is the most dedicated I have been in my business ever because I was always operating with one foot in and one foot out, like for the first several years, right? And a lot of that was the the judginess that was going on. And so I can say, and this is where I'm going to get emotional. (laughs) I can say for the first time, I have both feet in. Let's take a moment. (laughs) No, we're keeping this in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 I have both feet in. I am like, yes. And I'm seeing it. I'm seeing everything that I'm doing and the actions that I'm taking and just the way that I feel. And even when the shit thoughts come, because listen, it's important to know. The shit thoughts still come. Yes. But it's so much easier now to be like, I hear you. Okay. Thanks for playing. This is also true. Yes. Right. It's, it's like, you see this whole other path, if you will, of like, okay, I can continue believing that absolutely. But like, this is also true. And I think one of the, one of the biggest takeaways from the mastermind is like the holding space for both. Yes. And I mean, I teach that to my clients now, you know, in the fat to fierce world. And it's like, when you can hold space for both, like that's power. Yes. Yeah. My goodness. That's so good. And this right here, the knowledge, the, the knowing that you've had one foot in one foot out Mm -hmm. and that both feet are in. And this is really the first time it's ever been that way. Totally. I can't tell you how many times I quit on my business. 
or how many times they're just like, oh no, it's just a hobby. Like really treating it like a hobby. I'm no longer treating it like a hobby. That is so. so <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, I love coaching this face. <laughs> uh, yeah. So good. And you touched on it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because when you first started working with me, you were a little unsure who you coached. Is it yeah. weight loss? Is it not weight loss? It's it's all body image. Is it a mixture of both? Is it your relationship with food? So the coaching that you have done here inside the mastermind and relating that to the coaching that you do with your clients, how has that changed? How has this work you've done changed your relationship with your clients and the coaching you do with them? One of the other reasons I have loved this mastermind and what you do with confidence, you know, for coaches is like, it's so aligned with what I teach in the food and body world, right? It's the confidence with yourself to know that you have the power to make conscious food choices. Like the cookies aren't calling your name, right? Like you have, so it's like, it's like building that confidence first. And one thing that came to me today, I actually sent myself an email about when this thought popped in my mind was like, there's the world of weight loss, right? Diet, weight loss, you know, focusing on weight loss. And then there's body positivity, which is kind of like anti-weight loss in a way. Mm -hmm. Fat to fierce, what I do comes in the middle. Yeah. Right. And it's like, how about we not like be so obsessed with counting the calories and all that other stuff. And also like, not just completely forget about it. Cause there are people who still want to lose weight and that's okay. But it's like, it kind of comes in the middle and it's about creating confidence with yourself first confidence with food. So not thinking that food has any control over you, yeah. knowing that you're in charge, you get to choose and you get to be friends with your body. Like I, one of the components in fat to fierce is like your inner asshole and your inner ally. And we've talked about it here a little bit. It's like listening to your inner ally. It's the same as Helga and Gigi, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like listening to your inner ally as opposed to always listening to your inner asshole and being able to hold space for both knowing the asshole is still going to show up. Yep. And that's what I mean when I say it's like so aligned with what we do in this mastermind, what I do in fat to fears. And I, it's, it's really, I, it lights me up to think about, cause it's, they're similar, but in, in different realms, if that makes sense. Oh, 100%. I have had this conversation so many times about building a coaching business is almost the exact same work as building a better relationship with your body. Yeah. The parallels yeah. that we do all of the time. There's a hundred different ways to lose weight and it's mm-hmm. about finding the way that, 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 that works for you, that doesn't feel punishing, that feels like yes. something you could do that's sustainable that you can do for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Same exact thing as in business. Oh yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. There's a hundred different ways that you can build this coaching business and it's about finding the way that, you know, if there is no wrong way and it's about getting in tune with your body and knowing what is what is in your gut, what is in your heart, and what is in your brain, and listening to that from there and making a decision, this is what's going to work for me. Let's go try it. Let's go test it. Let's go see if this works. And it's such a nurturing and a loving energy as opposed to a punishing energy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's why I was so drawn to this mastermind was because it focused on the confidence first. Because you like one way I describe fat to fierce is like, okay, we're going to clear out the old foundation, right? We're, we're going to, and we're going to lay a new foundation. Yeah. One that is with that self-confidence, right? Which is exactly what we're doing in here with the business. And it's the same thing that I do with the food and the body, right? It's like, you're coming at it then from this new solid foundation where you've got your back, you know, you can keep going no matter what. Do I still have the temper tantrums on paper? You bet your ass I do. Oh my gosh, I forgot about temper tantrums. Right. In that, we need to come back to that conversation. <laughs> so I, you know, still have those moments, but it's like I have this brand new foundation that I am working from. Yes, with my business, and that feels like it feels so solid. 
and so grounded and so like certain. Yes. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Let's talk about your temper tantrums. <sighs> temper tantrums have been such an important part of this journey. <laughs> no, no, okay. I am almost positive there is. I have for sure brought this up on the podcast before. And so if y'all have been wondering who the client is I'm referring to, I would like you to introduce you to Amy. It's me. <laughs> it's Amy. So this was, and I've never phrased it this way to you, but it came up while you were talking. I've been working on this, this idea over here on the side, and it's very related to this of, well, maybe you tell me, like, what are we talking about when you're, we're talking about the temper tantrums? What was happening and what were you making it mean? Yeah. I mean, my temper tantrums were really like me. I mean, a visual was like little me, arms folded, stomping her feet, like, no, we're not going to do this. Because I didn't, re- if you remember, I didn't want to do shit. <laughs> I, I didn't want to do anything. I was like, no, no. <laughs> And so I started having these tempered tantrums on paper and writing out exactly what that little, that part of me having the temper tantrum was saying, which was a whole lot of fuck you, fuck this, fuck no, I'm not fucking doing it. (laughs) And so I would write that out. And I mean, some of them are hilarious. And I like, it was, I mean, at one point it was daily, like it was a daily temper tantrum. And now I haven't had one in a long time, honestly. I think it's, it's at least been a few weeks, maybe. So that even those I was doing them constantly and it just got further and further, you know, in between, but what it was doing is just, it was allowing that part of me, which is probably very similar to the part that created the panel, let's face it, (laughs) giving her some light and some space to just get out. Yeah. What was going on? Cause this shit's scary. (laughs) Sorry. I know that's a thought, but like, no, I was gonna say, and, but before we got to that place, Mm -hmm. you came to me for coaching because the temper tantrums were a problem to you. They were. Yes, they were. They were. This is a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I can't stop them. I keep having them. I need them to stop. Yes. I need the temper tantrums to stop. This is a problem. Yeah. And And what did I tell you? (laughs) It's not a problem. It is? What if it's not? What if it's not a problem? Yeah. Yeah. And then what you were just sharing about when you then like i what did i didn't i tell you schedule in a temper tantrum before yes you did in your business yeah yeah mm-hmm. like just yeah. plan to have a temper tantrum before you go do anything in your business yes do you remember yes it was so long ago i'm like oh my god that's right yes yeah yeah plan on having a temper tantrum like a toddler like a toddler yeah throw your totally. tantrum mm-hmm. and to what you were just saying give it the space Allow yeah. it to have it say. Yep. And then what? And then, and then yeah, it, it never failed. After I had the temper tantrum, it was like, okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. now. And I would always ask, well, what else could be true? Like, yep. and then I would come up with some and be like, okay, and I'd be good until I needed to have the next one. Until you needed to have the next one. <laughs> yeah. And so this concept that I recently just learned and it kind of blew my mind. And this was a conversation I was having in regards to. Ironically, my body, because I am in perimenopause, I have, you know, I'm I'm clearly by my symptoms closer to menopause than not. I've gained a large amount of of weight. I've gained 20 pounds in the past year, 40 pounds in the past three years. My body shape has changed. My doctor just keeps telling me, yeah, it's normal what you're going Mm. through. Mm -hmm. Very, very normal. And we're just mm-hmm. going to ride this wave until we come out the other side. And you know, my brain is like, ooh, la, la. So in my feminist certification coaching group, we've been talking about all these different things. We talk about aging. We talk about, you know, weight loss. We talk about body image. We talk about women's sexuality. We talk about desire. We talk about all these things. And we were talking about the patriarchy through each of those lenses. But they all came crashing. And I was talking about this in the group this week about, you know, I want to have a better relationship with my body. Mm -hmm. And the coaching that I heard was, no, you need a better relationship with your thoughts about your body. 
Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. And it's very similar. It's not that you needed a better relationship with your business. You needed a better relationship with those shitty thoughts you kept having about your business. You yes. a better relationship with the toddler. Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. And it's like, I just want to highlight that I coached you on that. And here I was this week, but I shouldn't be thinking my body doesn't look good. I'm supposed to love it all of the time. And right. I'm having a temper tantrum mm-hmm. for yeah. the fact that I'm having a temper tantrum that I, my body shouldn't be doing these things without my permission. Yes. And so it was really like, oh, it's not so much about your relationship with your business. It's about the relationship you have about with your thinking about your business. Yes. And letting, like recognizing that, I think this is, this is a key to recognizing that those thoughts are there. Mm -hmm. They're not a problem. It's okay. And really being able to see how so many of them, body or business come from these, right. These patriarchal views and these containers that we've all kind of been steeped in. Yeah. It's a right to look this way. Yes. Body, my business. Yes. Supposed to do this. The rules. Yes. 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 This is what a good business looks like. This is what yes. a body looks like. Yeah. Oh my God. Like the parallels are crazy, right? 100%. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so recognizing that, of course, those thoughts are going to come. And how can you have the, every time I say, of course, I hear you, by the way. I'm, every time I say, of course, I'm like, of course, these thoughts. <laughs> These thoughts are going to come. And you know, it's my, my clients are always like, oh, I hear you. And I hear you. I hear your voice, Amy. And I'm like, oh, and I hear Amy's voice. Like you, Amy. (laughs) It's so funny. Like, of course, those thoughts are going to come, of course. And just having so much compassion for all the parts of me when they do. Yes. So here's the part of the conversation that I think is going to be the most powerful for those of you that are listening, because if you haven't fallen in love with Amy already, hello. Now (laughs) she's like one of my favorite humans. I think it's also really important to note that if we look purely income-wise at your business, let's talk Mm -hmm. about patriarchy and what they think you should and shouldn't be doing, right? Mm -hmm. Where you are this year Mm -hmm. is actually not where you were this time last year before you started. No, it's not. Your income is less. It's less. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about that. What are your thoughts about that? Why? Yeah, it's interesting because it didn't hit me until you shared that right before we started this, right? Because yeah, I at this point last year, so it, in June of 2021, mm-hmm. I was further along financially than I am now in June of 2022, right? Yeah. And of course, there's a part of me that wants to make that mean all kinds of shit, right? But what's interesting and really fascinating, what made me cry just before you we started this podcast yeah. was like, I am so much more fucking confident now in June 2022 than I was in June 2021. Like, it's like light years. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. And the self-trust, trusting myself, because as you know, I switched and and started focusing on the course. Yes. Yeah. Right. Which is where a lot of my time has gone, which I knew because you coached me through this, right? I knew that that was going to change some things. Yes. Especially in terms of generating additional revenue, because I kind of took a time to create this course. Yes, right? right. And so when even, but even like looking at that, like the, the trust that I had for myself mm-hmm. in knowing that this is what I wanted to do and being like, yeah, I'm going to go do this. Yeah. As opposed to, oh, no, I got to make sure I got to make sure I get the money, the money, the money, the money. It's like, oh, the money's coming. Uh-huh. It's here. It's, <laughs> it's happening. It's done. Oh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> yeah, like it's and and to your to to your point, it's like wow, it's not the dollars, it's not the bank account that creates the confidence. I'm fucking living proof of that. Shit, <laughs> guys, this is. <laughs> 
<laughs> I might have to save this video and somehow oh. on YouTube or something because, oh, we just keep crying. We're this place right here. This place right here. And when you said, it's coming. Guys, I had to remind her of this point that I wanted to talk about. Like normally, yeah. like, I was waiting for Amy to be like, why do you want me on the podcast? I'm making love. She's not even thinking about that because she's so, you are so much more aligned. Yeah. And I know that the word aligned can be so overused and we can use the word aligned to really buffer from the hard work that needs to be done. And that is not what's happening here. Yeah. You have shed so many layers of good okay. girl. Yeah. I have to do what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Follow this way, follow, follow that way. This way, follow that way. And, yeah. and I did to, to if if you all noticed, there was a little something that you dropped in there that I want to make sure that we clarify. That, you know, Amy was starting to plan this course, but she was afraid she wasn't supposed to do it. She didn't tell me. <laughs> Y'all, she was she was secretly, secretly working on a course behind my back. Yeah, because I thought, well, you know, the good coach focuses on the one-on-one -on -one clients first. And yep. but there was something in me that was like, but the course, but the course. You want to, you want to create this course. Yes. And so yeah, I was afraid to like share that. And I was like, oh, this all happened when we talked about fuck it and yep, started yep, talking yep. about the this rules. It all came out of fuck it, friends. It all came out of fuck it. And that's where I was like, no, like, yeah, I'm going to trust me. I'm going to trust me because I know what's best. I know what I want to do and I'm going to roll with this. Yes. And so as we're having this income conversation, I think it's important to know that when I was coaching Amy, first it was that first of all, there are no rules and how we're all bringing in and all adopting rules. And we may not even really be aware of them. I had never told her she could only sell one thing, but she just made that assumption. She made that assumption because of mentors that she knows who I've worked with. And here's the thing, and I take full responsibility of this. I don't remember ever saying those words, but is it possible that that was an unspoken rule in my mastermind that I'd never talked about it before? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so as I was coaching you, Amy, through this, I just remember going the simplest, fastest way to make as much money as possible in a short amount of time. So one-on-one -on -one until you're completely booked. And then we talk about a course or a group. And that can be true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also the desire, the way that you're going to deliver so much more to so many more people by delivering this course. And it did mean taking some time away from making some offers so you can actually make the modules. Mm -hmm. If I'm okay with that and you're okay with that. Mm -hmm. Because the most important thing is where you are literally in this moment. I am, I'm looking a woman in my face that I have worked with for over a year and the joy and the excitement and the clarity you have now is yeah. everything. Oh my God. Yeah. You said the words. The money's coming. It, yeah. It's as yeah. good as done. Like, I, like, feel that in my bones. Like, I'm like, yeah. Like, it's, I know what I offer. I know who I help. I know how I help them. Yep. And I know that this course, like, I just did a video for the sales page of the course. And I'm like, I'm so excited. Like, I cannot wait to get this out in the world. Yeah. Oh, my God. The course creator was even like, I cannot wait for this to be out in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, like this is good shit. And now I'm like, I don't have to toggle between what do I do? Who do I help? Do they want this? Yeah. Yes, I know they want this. It's as good as done and the how you are showing up in the world today. And so I just really think that's such an important conversation because I do truly believe confidence is what's going to equal the cash, the clients, and the money. Mm -hmm. Also, the cash and the clients and the money are never going to create the confidence for you. Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. And so I want to celebrate a client that's where you are, even though in another program, they might be like, oh, we're going to need you to like get the money in there so that we can invite you onto the podcast and we can talk about it. And I'm like, also, yeah. let me look at this here, because this is the yeah. inevitability of whatever you want to create. Right here. Yeah. Oof. 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 <laughs> All right, sister. So what else 
We, oh, I feel like we, we just like <laughs> communed here. So I know. <laughs> ta- yeah, we've talked about your overall growth, the changes yeah. you've seen in yourself, the yeah. you know income wise, how this relates to your clients. I think the panel of coaches and the temper tantrums and what you've learned from there. Mm-hmm. What else? What else do you have? Like, I'm just. <laughs> Do you want to talk about your glitter sheep? Oh, we didn't talk about the glitter sheep. We talked about glitter sheep. Oh, the glitter sheep is so good. No, I mean, and this is again another thing. I've been talking about the glitter sheep for a while. Most of the people I peer coach with know about the glitter sheep, but like, that is because I just, I don't like, I've always been different. And I know that, you know, I always say like, I, I don't always fit in. I've always felt that throughout my life. Yeah. And I don't love the term, you know, the black sheep. So I've always been like the glitter sheep. I'm the glitter sheep. And I find other glitter sheeps, right? Micah and I were talking about this during one of our peer coaching calls. And like all the glitter sheep are like on the top of the mountains looking for the other glitter sheep. And it's just, it's like, just knowing you, you are just a little bit different. You don't necessarily, you know, fit into a mold, so to speak. Yeah. But it's like, when you're a glitter sheep, you just freaking shine. <laughs> you gotta like yeah. shine those sparkles. Yes. And I'm shouting yes, like uh, it's obvious, but why? Why is it so important to, when you do recognize that you do stand out, you don't, don't quite, like I have a big relationship with the thought I don't fit in. Mm-hmm. And that can be an, a negative thing that shuts us down. But when you really do see, I am not like everybody else here. Mm-hmm. How is this something that you are turning into a powerful, meaningful thing for you? Well, because I think that there's so many more out there. I think there are so many more people that feel that way, that realize that. And they, I think you can, at least for me, I know personally, I saw that as a negative. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 that's a freaking gift. Yes. How is it a gift for? (sighs) How is it a gift? How is it a gift? Yeah. I think it's a gift because like you, there's other ways to do things. There's other ways to go about doing things. You don't have to fit the mold or follow the crowd. And I think when you can stand out and trust yourself, like you can see there are just a shit ton of possibilities. There are just so many different ways to do things, to see yourself and to enjoy this life. Oh, Yeah, it's like being the glitter sheep is like fully trusting yourself even when you don't fit the mold. Yeah. I think being in this, I've never thought of it this way, but it's what's coming to me as I'm watching to you talk and I've seen the emotion coming on your face is to me being the glitter sheep is such a deep level of self-love and self-trust. Yes. Like a really unconditional level of self-love. You summed that up beautifully. Yeah. That's what I do. (laughs) That is the glitter sheep. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of glitter sheep out there. Yeah. Dare I say we're all glitter sheep and we've all just donned the same color white robes to try to all fit in because we were told we were supposed to. Oof. Oof. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 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 Yeah. And I, I knew from an early age, like now that something now. Yeah. And so now I'm like, now, you know, at 47, I'm like embodying this and like, ah, I am a fucking glitter sheep. Let's go. <laughs> yes. It's so good. And I think what you just touched on there, cause we are essentially, we are, of course, we are, we're both Amy's born in the mm-hmm. early to mid seventies that for a million different reasons, I'm going to do, I'm going to do that. Of course thing. Now I'm going to be self-conscious. I'm like, of course we thought this. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Of course we thought this. I remember growing up and like my entire upbringing being so aware that I thought differently than other people Mm -hmm. that I had 
really weird interests than other people. And I simultaneously wanted to double down on that while also really, really conforming because not conforming felt dangerous. Yeah. And also double downing on it was like a way of trying to like exert some sort of rebellion, like a big, like instead of a fuck it, more like a fuck you. you Yes. Yes. And it was this constant battle between trying to be like everybody else because I think I'm supposed to while really being like, I'm not like you. I'm Yeah. Yeah. One felt angry and one felt fearful. Yes. 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 And you just reminded me too, another big piece of it, of this journey has been that self-safety. Yeah. When it does feel scary because it can feel scary recognizing your glitter, right? And that it is different. And so creating that self-safety of like, I am safe. I am okay. It is okay. Because yeah, that's important. I think that right there is what's been missing from a lot of the coaching conversations that we've had. And you you and I, you're one of my clients that does not come from the same coaching school as me. You've come mm-hmm. from, you know, learning from a very different way of thinking and feeling. And, you know, I always value that. I think sometimes we can forget when we come up through a coaching, and it doesn't even matter what the coaching school, it doesn't even matter what the coaching community is. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can kind of like everybody, like the, the way that I have seen is the only way there is, is the only way I've ever known. And I think just like even being raised as a whole, we only see our immediate peers around us. And there's like, there's an infinite number of ideas and options. Yeah. Uh, There's, even if we're all glitter sheep, we're all different colored glitter sheep. We all shine differently. Yeah. And I think it makes so much sense to try to conform to one way and also... I'm so happy to see continuous conversation in all of the coaching communities I've seen of, no, let's bring, let, let's bring more safety into these conversations. Let's recognize that yes, thoughts create feelings, drive actions. Uh Also, the feelings can be so overwhelming that I go into immediate shutdown. Oh, I think that's what was happening a lot of the time for me. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So that the self-safety aspect of it is like, yes, let's put that into a model. Let's take a look at it. Let's like see that there's a million different ways that we can do it. So it's the best way for me. And also this is triggering high anxiety. This is triggering my deepest fears of being ostracized, of being called out that go back to a long time ago. Yeah. Let's hold, not just hold space for that, but let's actually bring in some techniques that actually help us calm our nervous system down in the moment. Oh, totally. So you don't shut down. Yeah. 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 Like the hand on the heart with the deep breaths has been really big for me throughout this. Yeah. 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 Oh my goodness, sister. <laughs> this was so good. So let me ask you this. Is there mm-hmm. anything like to the person that is where you were mm. a year, year and a half ago, and they mm. are in that place, Maybe you know, they're, they're making some money, but they're having all those same feels. What would you tell them? Sign up for the fucking mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that, but <laughs> um, what would I? Uh, gosh, I, I I think that I would tell them like I I know I know how it feels. I know where you are, and I also know that it's possible to get out from that. And yeah learning how to trust yourself like this, this is the other thing too. I'll just say this, like, yeah, I could have been making money all along and that would be great. There's nothing. Absolutely. But like what I feel about myself right now and what I offer in the world, I like, I, you can't take this away. Like I have this, like it's here. I feel that. (laughs) And so I think that like, once you have this, once you feel this, like, and I, and I listen, oh my God, if I'm talking to myself from a year ago, I am like, I don't know if this is possible. I don't know. Like, I just, uh, like if there's even the slightest whisper, if first of all, if they're listening to this podcast, there's a whisper. (laughs) 
the whisper the whisper is there the whisper is there yeah um like turn to that whisper listen to that whisper mm. trust that whisper give that whisper a little bit of space it's there for a reason you're listening to this podcast for a reason you're following amy for a reason share with you one more thing before um, we go. I had never described it this way, but it suddenly made more so, so much sense to me as I was doing a live training earlier today about this, all of this knowledge that we have, most of the knowledge that we have. Um, and I, I learned this a long time ago and I was in a class that somebody shared this and I was like, I've heard this before. Um, and, and of course it could be completely made up, but I don't think so. Like 75% of our knowledge is heart gut knowledge. It's that inner knowing, it's that intuition, it's that what has been in us forever that we just know because we are intelligent human beings who bring our life experience and what is inherent in us. And 25% we know is that like intellectual, learned, acquired knowledge. And that we've been trained socialized, whatever, mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. follow this, to follow the, the 25% to squash the 75%. Yeah. So when I was doing this live training today, I shared with them, you know, what's something that you've thought about doing that you've decided not to do? We were trying to find a rule that they were following that we could debunk and let go of so they could go do the thing that they want to do. And I was trying to come up with different questions to ask them to help them identify that thing. And I was like, you know, it's that, that thing just kind of that, that like flutters through your brain, i.e. whispers, yeah, flutters through your brain, but you dismiss it. And that's when I realized, oh, ideas aren't fluttering through our brain. Like they, they're outside of us and they come through our brain. I'm like, oh, the fluttering's coming from down here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's our inner knowing whispering up to us going, hello, this is what you should do. <laughs> How about this? How about this? <laughs> yeah. The yes. Whispers, yeah. These aren't random thoughts that just are popping into our head. Mm -hmm. Most of them are actual whispers from our internal knowledge going, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Yes. Let's go do this. And then, yes. yes, follow the whispers. Maybe that's the title <laughs> of this podcast. Follow the whispers with Amy <laughs> English. Follow the whispers and fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> This might be one of the most fun times I've ever had doing a podcast interview. Full disclosure. Oh, yay! Podcast interviewers. <laughs> but we laughed and cried <laughs> in like 45 minutes. Uh, where can people connect with you? How can people connect with you? Yeah, well, if you're on Facebook, find the Fat to Fears Facebook group. That's probably the... Fat hmm? to number two fears? Yeah, F-A-T number two fears Facebook group or fattofierce.com. Okay. You can always go there and uh, check out my website. I have a new website coming out with the new course at the end of this month. But yeah, if you're on Facebook, that's the best way to find me. And of course, you can always email me at amy at amyenglishcc.com. But amy I'm active in that English. Facebook group. Are you on Instagram or anything like that? No. Like I have Instagram, but I realized this week, I was actually going to post this in our group. Yeah. I don't really like Instagram. Oh, Okay. So I just, I'm kind of like seek you out and connect with you on Instagram. That may not be the best way to go. It's probably not the best way. I mean, it's all right. I just don't do a lot there. I'm very active in Facebook, especially in my, in the Fat to Fears Facebook group. I try to go live there once a week and, and stuff like that. And I'm actually teaching a lot of the lessons and talking about a lot of the stuff that we do in the course and in the program. So that's like the best way to, if you're on Facebook, that's the best way to find me. Okay. Yeah. Amy. You're amazing. Thank you, this Amy. Was so much fun. Oh, this was fun. This was so much fun. And I really, I love that we got glitter sheep in there. We got yeah. tantrums in there. Yeah. We got yeah. coaches in there. Yeah. And fuck it. And fuck it. Yeah. So good. Mantras. This is so good. <laughs> All right, lady. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Amy. It was an honor to be here today. Oh. All the goodness. I have so much love for Amy. And there were times, there were times where we were both crying. That was 100% real. And like, this is why I love doing what we do. 
right? So right there, I think it's so important to really pay attention to how Amy was able, like I coached her on that panel of coaches for over six months. It took her, like if she's worked with me for a year, it took her a good eight to nine months and now she doesn't even worry about it. I want you to really think about what right now seems impossible to overcome. That felt impossible to her. That seemed like a dream. But she stuck with me for two full rounds of the mastermind. And now that panel of coaches and that judgment that she feels isn't there anymore. Now, does it still pop up? Yeah, but it's just like, oh, hey, there you are. She 100% knows how to handle it now. Like she said, she has never been more dedicated and more powerful in her business. This is what's possible, my friends. And I wanted to share how important it is for you to hear. Everybody loves the 10K in an hour, 25K in a quarter. And also, sometimes this is the work that happens first. And then the money is just inevitable. Her six figures, it's as good as done because we worked through this. This is why stories like Amy are so important. Whatever it is that you want to create, you can create. This is the work that you need to do in order to get there first. And plus, don't you just love that energy? It's so good. And to be able to know, I think really being able to know that you can figure out, and this is what we did inside of the mastermind of just like, here are the rules that we're following. What happens when we decide we don't have to follow them? The freedom that you feel when you just decide, fuck it. Fuck it became her mantra. And now she is creating so much more goodness out into the world. And that 100% translates into making the money that you want. So good. So I would love to hear from you what, what's the nugget from this episode that you're going to run with? I want you to find this post on social media. Let us know in that post. Share it into your stories. Tag me. Tag Amy. I am at I am Amy Latta. And Amy English is at Amy English CC. Okay, so tag Amy English CC, tag I am Amy Latta, tag the Amy's. Anytime you've got double Amy's, you've got like way more than double the energy, right? And this is an invitation. This episode is dropping right after I come back from vacation. As you may know, I got sick during the last launch. I came down with a pretty severe case of bronchitis, and I chose rest over killing it, over knocking it out of the park. I felt great about that. We have over half the people in the mastermind that are the perfect fit. There is still a spot for you. If you want to join us for Path to 100K Mastermind in August, you don't have to wait till February. I thought y'all were going to have to wait till February, but I did not do all of the activities of my last launch that I was planning on to get more people through that door. I'm excited to give you an opportunity to still get your foot in the door. Join the coaches who are already in the Facebook group, already getting to work, already booking their travel right now. The August round of Path to 100K Mastermind, amylatta.com forward slash mastermind. You do still have an opportunity to get in and to join us. This is your last chance. This is where Amy was this time last year. You've already heard from Shauna and Melanie and Kaya. This is what one to two rounds in this mastermind can do for you. Not just the more money, but the more empowered, the more powerful, the more dedicated. This is what committing to a year of this work with me looks like. The Path to 100K Mastermind is six months. The next round does start in one month from now in August. Otherwise, you're looking at wait until February. You ready? Let's go do this work right now. And until next week, my friend, let's go get paid, coach. Coaches, I have created a brand new freebie offer just for you podcast listeners. I created a brand new training called Stop Overcomplicating Confidence because I see my coaches do it all the time, make this confidence thing way harder than it has to be. 
In this free training, you're going to learn exactly how you overcomplicate confidence, what's creating that, and how to stop it. Here's the best part. All of it, less than an hour. Less than an hour of your time, you will feel more confident in less than an hour, right? Yes. Friends, this is the best training I've ever done. So visit amylatta.com forward slash podcast gift to get yours. Again, that's amylatta.com forward slash podcast gift. Go now and feel more confident in just an hour. Thanks so much for listening to the Confident Coaches Podcast. I invite you to learn more. Come visit me at amylatta.com. And until next week, let's go do epic stuff.